0: What's up you guys, this is your girl Essence and you're riding the wave of wisdom and bread where we are living life through the words and spirit of Christ. I just wanted to come to you guys early this morning um, just with uh, uh, something I've been thinking about, something I've kind of thought about off and on through the years. Um, and you might not agree with this, um, but and, and I am kind of specifically... Um, saying this in regard to the black community surrounding Nipsey Hussle's um, assassination or death, um, this is interesting because some some people and, and we've heard this before. Some of us have heard this before within the black community that black folks can be really emotional and just um, and have gone through a lot of emotional, just mental, emotional trauma. Just as a whole, you know, whether it's from things that you personally experienced as a black person or just in contact in immediate contact with others who have been traumatized. Um, <clears throat> if you've gone to any black church especially, then you you have heard traumatic stories um, growing up or something you have experienced or seen people who have experienced, Great trauma in, in trials tribulations um, and so being that just just looking into the the trauma within the black community and even if you want to look at that you know just and you know socially and say oh where are the stats on that or then you guys could easily check out um, dr. joy DeGruy. she has spent her uh, entire uh, adult you know life career Being a social scientist, looking specifically studying the communities of Black people um, in America (laughs) and in Africa, she's gone to different places actually, Um, and she has she's got a book, Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. Um, It's really really good. She gives really um, very great examples of of the trauma. Uh, that has kind of the generational traumas you know that've kind of been passed down and because she wanted to know why do black people why do we do what we do why do we act the way we act and all these different things so I I'm saying this in this episode um, with within myself understanding how I've read her stuff in the past but as a as just generally speaking you know I've I know a lot of us uh, have black and white or any other color. You look at black people and you say, man, what's going on with black people? Why do black people do this or do that? Or why are they portrayed as this or that? Um, So anyhow, though, but going back to it, just being emotionally and mentally traumatized. I don't know if you agree with that or not, you know, but um, if so, then should it be considered that everyone coming together? Because of Nipsey is merely just a part of this pattern that we've always seen within the black community when trauma strikes. We respond, we respond emotionally. And, you know, when, when, and and then when trauma hits, it's almost like that's our language. Like that is our language in, in some black communities, trauma like trauma and trap or ratchet and Jesus. It's like you have all of these extremes and not enough in between. You know what I mean? All these extremes and not enough of the in between. So when something traumatic like Nipsey's death occurs, oh my gosh, it's just like we just blow up. You know what I mean? Um, And then everything fizzles out. And then it seems like we kind of go right back to it. And like I was looking at this clip of um, of uh, what's his name uh, oh, man um, let me think of his name you guys because I don't know why all of a sudden I just drew a blank um I don't know why as much as I've talked about him um um mm. Fred Hampton. I always want to call him Frank. I don't know, (laughs) y'all. I don't know why I always want to call him that. But Fred Hampton. You know, when I think about Fred Hampton and how, you know, he was uniting all of these people. You know, something that was really wonderful with Fred Hampton was how he united not just people in America, but like Nipsey. He was literally across borders. You know what I mean? Like he was across the waters. You know, he had support from everywhere. He brought black panther party support from all over the globe and he was and that's when it became um you know um you know power to the people to all power to all people you know we we would hear that um sometimes and so it was just it kind of reminds you of the black lives matter to all lives matter but without okay no it's totally not the same but (laughs) the way that some people view it like they want it to be like how it went with Fred hampton um all power to all people um but <laughs> anyway um my whole point is that you know i was looking at this clip with fred hampton and you know and i was like man his death was really traumatic because he was so universal you know from this one area from his you know what i mean from his domain he's you know his message and what the Black Panther Party he really helped others across the globe see what the Black Panther Party was really about and how they weren't those murderers that you know the government was trying the U.S. government was trying to make them out to be none of them had murdered you know none of that stuff um, and people were starting to see that for what they really were you know and so and that of course brought on his his horrible horrible murder his assassination by the cops by the government and anyway getting back to the point of what I was trying to say with Nipsey is that you know what we saw was all of this emotion around and you know and people talking about what his death meant and how it was affecting people and all of these different things but I don't know that anything really came out of that. Especially because then right after that they hit they hit the black communities with the with the crack epidemic. You know what I mean? With crack cocaine. So then and then right after that it was now let's send them off to prison, you know, <laughs> with the war on drugs, and then you had the crime bill to come right after that to do the extended sentencing. So it was just really back to back traumas. And with no one dying as the face of the trauma, it's like everyone just continued in their trauma. I, I, I don't know if you guys know what I'm trying to get at, but I'm trust me, I'm getting to my point in a minute. Um, <laughs> so what I'm saying is that it's like our language, again, in some of our communities, it's just trauma. You know what I mean? It's just one extreme to the other. We're grieving or we're angry or we're fighting for something or we just or we're having to prove ourselves and and put these other labels on us because we've been looked at as ugly and criminal for so long that now we have to push black is beautiful and every you know successful black person we have to put on Instagram and tell our Instagram stories and tell our stories of black excellence and you know black girl magic and you know what I mean and and black boy joy and all of this stuff you know we have to hashtag about a color because we've been so dismantled as a community because of it and then we're told to ignore color that it doesn't matter and we wonder why people in the black community don't want to hear that when other black people say oh we shouldn't make it a color issue or oh You know, when white people tell us, you know, all lives matter, you know, we get offended so easily. Right. Again, we operate on an emotional scale because of our sensitivity to the narratives and the history and the historical narratives (laughs) that we have believed ourselves and not actually changed in, in, in every way Um, improving to ourselves to be better and different and, and this and that anyhow I don't want to get off topic but again you know we're all extremes and not enough in between okay and so emotionally seems to be the main way that some of us respond like in general and, you know, whether it's on the Internet or whether it's in person or, you know, there's all this pent up rage and anger and frustration and ego because it's not been placed in the right direction. There's been such a lack of direction. So, oh, you, you step on my shoes, you mess up my shoes then it's a fight. You stare at me for too long. It's like two dogs fighting. Who's going to have the upper hand? You know, who, who's the big fish in the small pond? And it's really ridiculous. It's the crab in a, crabs in a bucket, you know, syndrome. Um, so there's a real struggle with healthy communication even between us within the black community. Until, you know, we think somebody outside of the community is doing something, then we want to be upset and come together. Again, trauma, emotion, that is like kind of what unites us, right? And Nipsey's death has been very impactful because, you know, going back to Nipsey, because he was a popular voice of the broken, you know, who was finding out how to heal and work out legitimately successful deals, but also because his loss was traumatic. Again, that is our language for unity, trauma. And again, I'm going to go right back, all extremes. Hot or cold, up and down, but not enough in between of just knowing how to communicate, knowing how to move, knowing how to, um, I, I, I'm i not even sure if I know how to verbalize what I'm talking about, so I hope you guys kind of get, are getting what I'm saying. It's just having a healthy, balanced mindset. So trauma shouldn't be, so this is my, my main point, you guys, is that trauma shouldn't be what has to unite us. But it does. um, And it always has because we even see it in scripture. Um, We see it in scripture. It intimately reveals our depravity and our fragility. Uh, Trauma is a, it reflects, it it has the ability to reflect back to us what our priorities should be. If the trauma is big enough, because we're very desensitized to murdering one another on an everyday basis, unless it is us. But as you know, but typically we could just narrow ourselves down to statistics and we're, we're just another number. But when that number becomes a face and we see it on a large scale and then we have to see it happen right in front of us moments after it occurred, then all of a sudden we are faced with immediate impactful trauma that begins to drudge out every bit of trauma that we have seen, experienced, heard about, secondhand, thirdhand trauma, generational traumas, all of that comes to the forefront and that is an emotional thing that no one has ever received an understanding on as far as counsel. Um, that's why I really appreciate the Holy Spirit because he truly knows I tell you when he said when the Lord said that the word divides between joint and marrow um, soul and spirit he was not kidding his Holy Spirit really reaches into those places that no person may not that most people can't even begin to fathom especially when you narrow it down to us individually and our traumas that only the most high know about you know what I'm saying So anyhow, um, you know, I I just pray that we become inspired, that we not just become, but that we are, that we be inspired to walk in love and not in trauma because they birth two completely different mentalities. If you look at, you know, I hate to make all the same comparisons that everybody's making, but I'm, I'm mentioning these because everyone is making these comparisons uh these other comparisons but you have Tupac you know you have Tupac who I heard one I don't know if it was Big U or somebody who was saying um Eugene or somebody who was saying uh that 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 the difference between Pac and I I don't know if he said it or not but the difference between like Pac and oh no 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 no. I know who it was it was um oh man he was an R&B 90 singer I think anyway y'all probably know who I'm talking about if you saw him on Instagram but I wish I could tell y'all who said it but he said you know the difference between Pac and, and Nipsey was that Pac was talking about it while Nip had gotten to the place of actually doing it actually being it and then so I want to go a little further and talk about how Pac was in a stage of of the talk, right? But he wasn't operating in love. He wasn't rooted in love. He was rooted in trauma. His mentality was very traumatically uh, influenced by so many things going on and everything that the cops was doing to him. But if you look at videos, you could even go back. I haven't done this, but I just remember them in my head of, videos of Pac back in the day and his encounters with the police and talking to the police and all of this and then you go and you see these encounters with Nipsey on video with the police and you see two completely different spirits you see Nipsey that's real chill he's just like all right now I'm not saying he was always like that I mean you can find some clips of him kind of wilding out but when it came to him and in their, in their, in his folks getting raided and all of that stuff, you just see him chilling there. He's not talking a bunch of mess. He's not going back and forth with them. He's just letting them do what they do. Okay. Whereas you have Pac where he's going in, he's talking, he's blah, 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 blah. He's, you know, he's emotional in his his mo his his not his motive, but his he was more rooted in trauma and operating out of trauma rather than love. Where you see Nipsey, they called him neighborhood Nip because this cat really loved people. Like he had a love for seeing people do better and being safe. And and you'll hear a lot of people talk about him saying how they he, you know, he made them feel safe and and a friend and all of this. And I say that because, isn't this what the scriptures revealed to us anyway? Look at how Nipsey was with his neighbors and look how Tupac was with his neighbors. Since people want to compare them all the time, they were completely different. Um, you had, you know, you had Tupac who was, who was beefing with people constantly. And, and not to say that... Not to say that Nipsey wasn't beefing. I mean, Jesus had beef, obviously, with people. Um, but... It... You know, it, it had grown to that point of... Pac was really going back and forth with it. Nipsey wasn't. He was really... His whole goal was... Yeah, I might have individual enemies here and there. But we gonna unite. You know what I mean? And, and ultimately, he united with most of his enemies. And so... So I take that right on back because it goes all the way back to scripture. Jesus himself was motivated by love and therefore his movement and his legacy and his spirit continues to last long after his death. And I'm trying to be inspired by the love of God uh, that he has placed inside of me and not the evil that the world has taught me. You know what I mean? So, so this is, I mean, that I just hope that you know you guys kind of have made it through this far and <laughs> going on. I just wanted to let this be about 20 minutes long, but I just wanted to just throw this out here, you know, just out there as a thought, you know, to walk in love the difference between walking in love versus walking in the trauma that we walked in because when you walk in trauma. It just seems to taper off because attached to trauma is so much emotion, but attached to love is discipline attached to love comes fruit. And I, and I, and that's really the biggest thing that I hope you get out of this. So I hope you really listen to this. Thank you for, if you listen all the way through my podcast. Um, and so, yeah, so you guys, uh, I just want you guys to really consider what I've said and. You know, think about, ask yourself whether or not you have been walking more in love or responding in trauma. If you're hyper vigilant, if you're, you know, hyper responsive, if you, you know, are easily offended, if you are uh, very easily emotionally driven, if you respond to even just basic topics off of emotion rather than, than. uh, rather than actual research and facts because it's so funny how you you know having a lack of knowledge really can hurt us you know what i mean we can really work against ourselves when we don't just stop and research things like when you see different memes you know our feelings do not equal truth you know and also our immediate experiences don't equal truth. That's why when I started this off, I mean, I was saying you may not agree because you may you may have a different experience as a black person or any person listening to this with, you know, your experience with other black people might be completely different from what I've just discussed. Um, But maybe you have seen it in some shape, form or fashion. So I'm not trying to make all of this and make black people some monolith or anything like that. But um, I just want us to consider these things, you know, as opposed to Operating in trauma versus love. Two different mentalities. They will bear two different mentalities and those different mentalities will bear two different outcomes. Now, unfortunately, in the case of Pac and Nipsey, they both ended in death, right? Because they were both impactful to the communities, but they were and and they were also walking in hostile communities. And we see this with Christ Jesus walked in a very, in very hostile communities towards him and people feared him. They fear the unknown. They, they miss, they misunderstand. They took him as a threat and therefore he was eliminated, but this was nothing, no surprise, no shock whatsoever. It was, you know, thank God, you know, we just Palm Sunday just passed and we know, um, you know, that was kind of the start, you know what I mean? That was, I mean, it wasn't the start, but you know what I mean? Like that's when everything was really set into motion and the countdown to his life being taken and, and him taking it right back, you know, and, and blessing us with the Holy spirit so that he can go on back up to the father. You know, he just, he handled his business, you know what I'm saying? And he did not forget us. And he has left us with this legacy of eternal life eternal life you know and victory no matter how crazy it gets here we have faith and trust in the eternal one the one who has never left us nor forsook us he literally left us with his holy spirit so that he would still be with us so I'm just thankful I'm grateful um, to even be able to bring this to you guys today and again just consider when you're talking with people you're talking with your spouses, when you're talking with your children, are you responding in trauma, you know, are you responding in everything else that has gone on around you or to you, and are you letting that come out of you, you know what I mean, are you walking in survival mode, or are you walking by the spirit of the living God, are you walking in the Holy Spirit, are you walking in his love, because those are two different Mentalities, love versus trauma. So um, much love to you guys. You've been riding the wave of wisdom in red, where we are living life through the words and spirit of Christ. I want to also tell you guys, please be sure to go check it. Oh, follow, follow wisdom in red on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you have not already, please go to Amazon. Um, .com and check out my book, Wisdom in Red: The Words of Jesus by S N C R Bro. That is me. Um, you know, just to know exactly. What Jesus was talking about. If you don't really know Jesus, if you really think that you know, you, you know, what he, you know, like what he was really teaching and talking about, yeah, okay. Just go and check that book out, see what he was really talking about. And then also, you get to hear or see, rather, read um, some stuff from my life and how I even came about being a believer and the things that actually transpired. That have been very mind blowing, uh, even till now, um, in just in various uh, aspects of my life. So anyway, you guys go Amazon.com. and read the words of Jesus. I cannot believe I rarely even pub it on my own podcast. I just forget about it. <laughs> I read it, but I forget. I forget about talking to you guys about it. I'm just used to having it by my side. But it is a wonderful reference book. Um, so go check that out. You could also get the ebook, so you could do that as well. Anyhow, you guys, be sure also on um, Instagram go follow us at Grow the Heck Up. Um, it is an amazing, amazing page, just full of mind-blowing posts. Uh, posts that hopefully have you think uh, beyond your norm and beyond your community. And uh, anyway, so you guys, blessings to you, and have an amazing, an amazing day. Be in that word. Pray today. Pray with your kids, pray over your children, pray over your families. I pray success and peace that surpasses all understanding and love in your lives from the Lord. Um, In Jesus' name, y'all be blessed.